Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is J.W. Brand, Brother J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word. And it is so good to be with y'all here on this Friday, running a little behind here. Uh, it's It's been a, a busy week, and I thank everybody for prayers and all of that. Uh, we were not able to do a podcast on Tuesday. I did leave everybody a little note. and uh, But we are back, and uh, the Lord has uh, worked things out, and God had blessed. And of course, I had to be at the uh, hospital for a while, and uh, they did some things, and and uh, so um, uh, the family member is uh, doing much better. And so we thank God for that. And so here we are uh, on this Friday, and uh, we are thankful to God for everything that he does. He's a good God. Amen. And even when we deal with difficulties, even when we struggle with the things that we uh, struggle with in this life, God is able to help us to endure. And that's what we're going to talk about this evening as well, because we have been in what uh, I have called it the all things of love, because we've been talking about love. We've been in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and talking about the love of God and what God uh, shows us through his word, what love really, really looks like. And we've gotten down to verse 7, and we have been kind of camping out there, if you will, uh, camping out here at uh, the all things of love. And so the last few things, uh, we are on the last of the all things of love. The first thing that we looked at was love beareth all things. And and uh, then the other thing was love believeth all things. And then uh, uh, love hopeth all things. And tonight we're going to look at hope. Uh, or not hope, but endureth. God, uh, God tells us in his word that love endureth all things. And so, again, when we begin to look at these things about love, it does have this um, uh, way about uh, the way that it reads and the way that it looks, that it can go either direction. It can be towards uh, other people or it can be towards uh, the Almighty God himself, our love for him. And... Um, uh, but certainly can cover those things that uh, have to do with, um, you know, loving our uh, uh, loved ones and, and even our neighbors, you know. And so tonight we're going to look at uh, love endureth all things. But before we go into that, we've got to go to God in prayer, amen, because we need the Lord. We need him to guide us and lead us, amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you. Uh, that you um, give us your word to guide us and direct us in all things. And as we have uh, been on this journey to look at your word and what it says about love and how that you define it in your word, God, we thank you because it leads us and it guides us along the way and helps us to understand what love really looks like, what you want it to look like, what you want it to be in our lives in our daily lives, in our walk with you, and how that we conduct ourselves with others, as well as what our look, love looks like uh, moving from our hearts to, to you, Lord, and serving you and in worshiping you and glorifying your holy name. And so, with that said, dear Lord, we ask you, God, to, <coughs> excuse me, to minister to our need tonight. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you would touch us Touch our minds, our hearts, uh, our, our spiritual ears, our spiritual eyes to finish up uh, this, uh, what we have been calling the all things of love, Lord. 
Uh, the all things that you've talked about. And tonight, Lord, we're going to talk about enduring uh, through love. Uh, the love endureth all things. God, help us to understand. Let the Holy Ghost be our teacher and to walk with us and guide us in this um, way tonight, in this podcast tonight. Lord, bless it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And so we're going to talk about love endureth all things. Now, uh, you know, uh, we talked about love beareth all things and love, uh, you know, uh, it, it believeth all things. And, and, and we had to clarify that one, you know, because some people say, what do you mean love believeth all things? Well, go to the podcast and, and, and you'll get a, a better understanding of that because, you know, when you first uh, read it, you might get a misunderstanding. What do you mean? I got I to gotta believe everything everybody say? No, no, that's not what that means. And then uh, love hopeth all things. And, and so we, we've been on this quest. We've been looking. We've been searching God's word. We've been uh, uh, trying to um, uh, allow, uh, you know, not just try, but we really want to do it. We want, want God to help us to understand. And uh, so, and, and I want you to understand that I don't think that I got all the answers. I know better than that. God is the one that's got all the answers. And so we've got to go to him and we've got to lean on him. We've got to call on him and pray and ask for him to guide us. And I know that God is able to do that. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire uh, that uh, these believers are baptized with, God is able to take that Holy Ghost power and teach us and guide us and lead us. And so the Lord going to do that, I believe, this evening. So love endureth all. Now, when I begin to search this out, for uh, not only for y'all, but myself too, uh, you know, because I, I've got to know the word of God too, and i got to apply it to my life too. What kind of preacher would it be, and what kind of preacher would any preacher be if you just uh, read the word and you study it and tell everybody, oh, that's what you got to do, and you don't do none of the such. That's what the Pharisees were doing. They were hypocrites, and God didn't like that, and Jesus made it clear, and he told them, uh, you know, you're not right, you're a child of the devil. And so we don't want to be a child of the devil. You know, you're going to be a preacher. You're going to be a teacher. You better be doing the same thing you're teaching. You better not dare be teaching something you ain't living up to yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. And so love endureth all. What does it mean? When I look this up, it means to stay under. All right. To stay under or to remain under your trial or your difficulty or your burden with patience to stay under that burden to stay under and remain under there under that trial of burden with patience and and the, you know i find that an interesting thing because when i looked and i saw it said stay under and remain under i thought you know that's a hard thing to hear lord it's a hard thing to hear because sometimes the the, the trial the difficulties that we have uh, we sometimes don't want to stay under. Sometimes we just want to run away. I've known folks that just, uh, I've, I've done it myself in my lifetime, uh, only for a short moment. But I remember one time, I, you know, I was under so much stress. And, um, you know, we, we had a lot of kids. and uh, But there was a lot of stress that was going on with my job and with uh, uh, family, just different things, a lot of things that was... Uh, mounting up and of course 
you know, I wanted to serve God and I wanted to live for Him and and obey Him and and uh, you know, life is uh, such that uh, it's short and full of trouble. And when you want to serve God, the devil don't want you to. The devil wants to do whatever he can to try to stop you from serving the Lord, and he's gonna put whatever in his path that he can, uh, you know, to stop us uh, from uh, from doing those things. And when God uh, calls us to endure. Sometimes we are called to endure for one reason or another. When God calls us to endure, the word says here, when we look up the word endureth, it means to stay under or to remain under. And I remember one time I was just, uh, I was, you know, like I said, just really stressed out. And I, uh, I said to everybody, I said, you know, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in the van. I'm going to take a drive. I'm going to be back in a bit. And so I went, we already lived in the country. But I drove even further out in the country. I went way out, out in the country, you know, where no house around or nothing. And I got out there and I began to have a very loud conversation with God. And I, my voice was going as sky high as it could go. And I was asking God, you know, why? And, uh, and I even asked God such a question as this. I said, Lord, why did I have to be born in the family that I was born in? Now, those were many years ago. But I was just, uh, uh, you know, deeply bothered by the things that I was having to deal with, uh, with family member and members and, uh, and even things that I had endured uh, even in the church. And, uh, and then also, uh, you know, uh, I, I, before that, prior to this uh, incident when I drove out in the country, and by the way, when I got out there and I'm asking God, and God didn't uh, give me an answer right away. I waited, and he was just as quiet and wasn't saying nothing, and I was raising my voice up, why did I have to be born in this family, and why do I have to endure all these things? And the Lord was quiet, and then I finally, uh, I waited for a little bit, and I knew I needed to get back to the house, and I got in the van, and I sat there. And then the Lord finally spoke to me, and he said, I choose what I choose because I'm God. And I just was dumbfounded at his answer, but it was the truth. And what could you say with such an answer as that that God gave me back? He said, I, I'm, <laughs> he said, I choose what I choose because I'm God. And so sometimes we want to run away. Sometimes, you know, uh, I, I endured some things that I struggled with uh, in my younger years serving the Lord. And some of you know, uh, you've heard me say that I backslid more than one time. And I struggled with some things and, and dealt with some, some very difficult things that were uh, I thought I, I was never going to get through. And I was never going to uh, be able to amount to anything in God. And it was just a really heavy thing for me. And uh, along that way, I, I did backslide. Now, I tried to run from God. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. I was trying to run from God. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you, if you try to run from God, it just don't work. It don't work, folks. It really don't work. But I was trying to run from God because I didn't want to endure uh, the, the struggle that I was under. But, it, you know, this word, it says to remain under. And so, of course, I had to make my way back. And and, and as you all know, some of you, uh, I didn't backslide one time. I backslid more than one time. 
And, uh, but I finally, you know, one day God told me, he said, get up, stand up, and stand for me and obey me. And so I had to do those things. Now, those were not his exact words, but I'm just paraphrasing. But it was basically get up and stand for me. You know, because the Lord had already put the truth in me. I knew what the truth was. And I knew that even though I had this thing that I had to endure and that I had to struggle through, uh, that God, if he told me to get up and stand and walk with him and obey him, that God was going to give me the strength to do and deal with whatever I, I needed to. And so I finally said, okay, Lord, and I have remained under those things and um, so on and so forth. And God has gotten me through. God has helped me through. And that is because God is the almighty God. He's not just any old God. The God that we serve, the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the almighty God. He's a God that created everything that there is that we see and that we don't see. And when we call on him, God is sure enough to answer. He loves us. When he uh, sees that we are humbling ourselves and say, God, I can't do this on my own. I just ain't got the strength. And none of us do. We ain't got the strength to do, uh, you know, all the things that life throws at us sometimes. It just, it's a rough, tough stuff kind of deal. And uh, so we've got to make up our mind and understand that God is able and we've just got to trust him and believe that he's going to get us through. And so we've got to remain under. But it, it says that you endure, you remain under, you stay under with patience. Now, that don't mean that maybe you're going to do everything quite exactly the way that you think or other people might think that it's going to be. Uh, but with patience, it means that you're going to hang on and you're going to trust God. You're going to believe him. You're going to believe him for the answer. You're going to believe that God is going to help you through whatever it is that you face, whatever you deal with in life. And many, many, you know, many people, they, they, they got this checkout mentality. They've got this checkout mentality. And I was like that. I was there. And I, I know what it feels like, you know, but some people, they don't just uh, get in their car and drive off and they're gone for about an hour and come back home. Some people, they just run completely away. I have known, uh, come to mind, a couple of people that literally just walked away. I've known two situations where people, the persons in their situation, they literally completely walked away and nobody saw them for years and years. And, um, it was devastating to the people they left behind. It was devastating uh, to to so many people on so many levels. And so um, uh, we've got to remember that God, when he calls it now, whenever I, I, I say these things, when I'm talking about these people that uh, ran off, uh, one of these was professing to be a Christian. Actually, two of them was professing to be a Christian, excuse me. Um, they... And they were both both um, uh, men that had walked away and left their wives. And one of them, he left his wife and took the children that were there. She was pregnant with another one, but he took the three children that were there. She was pregnant with the fourth one, and he walked away with those three children. That woman never saw those children again. Uh, they were little. I mean little. They were young. They were very young. And uh, she did not see 
those three children until they were grown and they uh, he had moved them out of state a long way away from where they were and uh, somehow as they got older they they found their way to their mama and uh, so that was a blessing to her but it she had to endure and she she was a woman of faith and she trusted God but she would went through so much and then of course the other child was born and that child was uh, a very uh, difficult child it, that child was so um, defiant and so rebellious and so difficult uh, on so many levels and uh, but over time he came to know the Lord which was a good thing too and so uh, you know sometimes we've got to endure some heavy-duty stuff uh, and, and it's not easy now I've said before um, and I, I may say it a few times, and I don't mean to wear y'all out with it. I don't, I don't want y'all thinking that I'm uh, just, just using y'all uh, for grieving purposes or anything of the sort. But, you know, I, I, I've lost one of my sons um, not even seven months ago. I believe it's been about that. And um, he died of a drug overdose. And it was just absolutely devastating to me it was a very hard thing to endure but one thing i have not said and i've debated whether or not and i probably won't tell you all the detail but i found out about two months after he died that he was involved in some really um, awful things i mean really really awful things and uh, he involved another person, and that person was deeply damaged by what my son had done before he died. And I tell you, it just about crushed me. It was a weight when I heard what had happened. And the thing of it is that two of my children, they knew of the situation, but they kept it from me because they knew how deeply devastated that I would be. And certainly the person themselves going through what they did um, has so much more to deal with. And um, But I, I tell you, when, when you're called to endure, it's not always the easiest thing. It really is not because sometimes you feel like you just want to crawl in a hole somewhere and cover your head up, you know. And some people, they go so far as to wanting to completely check out, you know, wanting to. Now, I didn't get to the point of wanting to completely check out such a suicide or anything, but I know that some people have felt like they couldn't endure with their struggles and their problems and think that that is a way out. But I want to, if I can encourage you if you struggle with that to please please hear me the lord loves you he loves you so much and the lord wants to help you get through anything and everything that comes this uh, way in life and you know there there is this misunderstanding people uh, seem to fail to understand that life is short and full of trouble as it is the bible says so and everyone that has lived for any length of time on the earth, y'all know that life is short and full of trouble. It is the absolute truth. And then the other thing is that the devil himself, the Bible says, that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He is on a quest to destroy. And then you've got your flesh. 
It is uh, the enemy of God. Your flesh has got things it's wanting to do, and God says, uh, put the brakes on it. And you've got to deal with that. And so we look at all of these things, but, uh, you know, sometimes people immediately, they want to jump, and they want to just blame God. And God is the one that loves you, and God is the one that's wanting to help you through. And you say, well, God knows everything. Yes, He does. He does know. But here's the thing. Sin, and I know some people don't want to hear this, but sin put us in the predicament we in. It always has, and it always will be, that sin places us in uh, difficult situations. You say, well, I've tried to do the best that I can, and I've tried to walk with the Lord, and it just seems like things come and things go, and, and preach, it's just, it's rough and tough for me. I get that, I understand, because I know what you mean. I mean, there have been times that I, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. I, I'm trying to serve you. You know, I love you with all my heart, and this come and that come, and and, and then, you know, you look in the Word and you realize, well, there's more uh, at, at play here. There's more things that are happening here. It's not, it may not be because uh, you necessarily have done something terribly wrong and, and so, you know, uh, things have gone bad. Sometimes it's just because life is short and full of trouble and sometimes it's because the devil has got a mind. He's got a mind to try to... Uh, do some terrible things to us and trying to uh, make things difficult. You say, well, all that just sounds so bleak and dark and so sad and all of that. Listen, that's why we put our hope in Jesus because we've got hope in the Lord. He gives us hope. We know that one day we're not going, this life is not all there is. This is, life is short. Now, I don't care if you live 900 years old, that's still going to be short compared to eternity because eternity is going to be forever. But if you put your hope and trust in Jesus Christ, he's going to give you a hope that this world cannot give. He's going to give you a hope that no person can give, no career can give you. Nothing that you attain on this earth can give you the hope that the Lord Jesus Christ can give you in your life. That's not possible. Jesus is the only one that can do those things. He uh, has promised us eternal life if we will give our lives to him and serve him and live for him and obey him. And you say, well, sometime I, I, I try to obey and I failed. Then get back up. God, God is a God of second chances. I know God is a God of more than second chances. I've seen it with Israel and I've seen it with myself. And when I talk about Israel, I'm talking about Israel in the Bible. And, and you know, and, and not only that, but I see people in the church. You know, the Apostle Paul, he was talking about somebody that committed grave sin, terrible sin. And he, the man had to be put out for a while. And then he, he repented and, and he told the church, you need to accept him back and to love him and forgive him. And so God is about, uh, um, you know, giving chances and forgiving us and loving us. And yes, maybe you've loved up more than once. But God is uh, wanting you to get back up. God is wanting you to keep on. You say, I, I just don't want to do it anymore and I ain't got the strength. Nobody's got the strength. That's why we lean on Jesus' strength. Because we just don't have it. Because life is just, it's got too many things that have come at us. You know, we could be diagnosed with some horrible disease and the doctors don't know what to do. And, you know, all of those type of things. And you just have to say, Lord, I know that you have got a plan for me. I know that you've got a mind to, to, to do good for me. And one of these days I'm going to see your face. 
And one of these days you're gonna you're gonna allow me to be blessed and, and to be given uh, according to the works that I've done upon this earth, like the Bible says. That's what the word says. Jesus said it, and the apostles said it. The word of God teaches that. And so we've got to stay under and remain under those trials, those difficult burdens with patience. Now, how do we get patience? Well, sometimes along the way in life, we have little things that come to us to teach us patience. And every time that those things happen, allow yourself a little bit more patience. Allow yourself to grow a little bit more in patience and a little bit more in patience. You know, I don't, I'm not saying impatience. I'm saying in patience. Allow yourself each time. You know, like when I would take, now we had nine kids at one time. All in the house all at the same time. Yes, 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 yes. And I made up my mind, and some people say, well, you're nuts. Why'd you do that? Well, I wanted to teach the kids how to shop. So I loaded them all up in the van, and I said, we're going to the store. And we go to the store, and I gave, I paired them off with different ones. And I said, now you're going to go get this, and you're going to go get that, and y'all. And I said, what I want you to do is I want you to, the two y'all to work together and look for the best deal, uh, you know, as far as the ounces and what it's costing or whatever's on sale. And I want you do the best that you can and remember what it was so come back and we can uh, count up what we've got here because we only got so much to work with and uh, they did a real good job on that and so uh you know you you try to teach your children this but you know sometimes it just didn't work out well i mean i had one of my one of my or well two of them they decided they were going to steal uh, you know a couple of things and i didn't know it until later and I found out, and of course that didn't go over well. And uh, but of course they apologized and all that kind of thing. And I and you know of course they they got the word, and uh, they also got an understanding that these are things that can cause you to go to jail, can destroy your life. You have to you know you got to teach your children, you got to teach them what's right, you got to talk to them, and and uh, you got to let them know uh, also that God is watching and you and and nowadays you know you got cameras everywhere and all that and you need to explain those things to your kids so your kids understand look you, you don't you don't go in there acting like that you don't do stuff like that because you can literally destroy your reputation right along with mine because somebody's going to think that maybe I'm allowing you to go in there and do that and you know full well I ain't like that and so you know but you endure through those things those really difficult um, things um, and uh, and so uh, as we look at enduring you know this thing uh, of endurance I, I I wanted to go to the verses uh, passage of scripture it's in second Corinthians now we just read uh, uh, well excuse me I don't know if I actually did I want to read out first Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 7 and uh, let's see all right it says, love, bear, uh, love is actually insinuated there, but love beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Now, with that said, I won't go to 2 Corinthians, and uh, I want to go to chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians, and this is Apostle Paul talking. And, and this was his second letter to the Corinthian church, and uh, there were some false teachers that had come up in there and was trying to persuade them to to go in their direction and all that kind of thing. And the Apostle Paul is the one that had established this church and and and, and gave, you know, breathed life into them, you know, taught them about the Lord and, and all that kind of thing. And 
And so he begins to tell them, uh, look, I've, I've been through so much in order to, to bring you the word and to be uh, the person that I need to be uh, to, you know, to pastor you and to teach you about the Lord and how to serve you. And now you're going to let these false teachers come along and try to tell you that it's a different way. And uh, he said, I want you to know some of the things that I've been through. I want you to understand some of the difficulties I've been through. So I'm going to read some of the difficulties that the Apostle Paul has went through. And I'll tell you what, he's been through some trouble. So he goes on and he said, Of the Jews, now this is 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and it starts with verse 24. And it says, Of the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes save one. So what that means is he said, because back then, you know, they would beat people uh, publicly. A lot of times, and uh, in the law, under the law, nobody could beat, uh, be beat uh, forty times. So it would be thirty-nine times. It would be save one, forty times save one. That means thirty-nine times. But he said, so in other words, they got thirty-nine lashes on their backs. Now you might think that's no big deal. You may have had yourself a whooping when you was a kid. You say, oh, I ain't no big deal. But I'll tell you what, this was not just any old whooping. This was. Um, this was something different. Uh, they had uh, the things that they used uh, with the, the uh, types of things that they put together with leather and the straps of leather going out from what they held in their hand. Just all of these uh, long straps of leather. And at the end of the leather, uh, they would put shards of things. Uh, you know, stones, sharp stones, and whatever else they could find that tied to the ends of these. So when they began to swing that whip, so whip is what it was, and it would uh, latch on whatever was at the end of those uh, stretches of um, uh, leather. And it would dig into the skin, and it would rip the skin and tear into the muscles and all these things. So this, this is a horrible thing that he had to go through. This is also something that Jesus himself went through. Before he was uh, nailed to the cross, he was beat. And so he says here in verse 24 of chapter 11 of the Second Corinthians, he said of the Jews, he said five times I received 40 stripes, stripes save one. So he said, you know, there were five different times that I got beat and I was beat with 39 stripes. That's the most they could give. Now, sometimes they could give just five lashes or 10 lashes, but the maximum they could do would be 39 lashes. So he's saying, look, I had the worst of what could be done. And it's all because of his commitment to serving the Lord Jesus Christ because these people didn't like the fact that he had turned to Jesus. So he said, I've been, I've been beat that way. And then in verse 25, he says, thrice, which means three times, thrice was I beaten with rods. All right? Now, rods, these are, this is not a switch. This is, this is like heavy-duty, uh, we, well, we look at like a kind of like a limb of a tree. You know, it's, it's sturdy and it's strong, and it began, uh, you know, as you, as you hit, it don't break. It just kind of moves as you go back and forth. And so he said, uh, I was, he said three different times I was beat with rods. And he said, once I was stoned. All right, now they stoned him and, and left him for dead. Thought he was dead. He was stoned. Now, if you don't know what stoning is, uh, the people, literally, there's a, uh, usually a group of people 
And they're all taking turns throwing stones. We're not talking about little pebbles. We're talking about stones that are heavy to hold in your hand. And they take them and throw them, meaning to break bones, uh, to to crush bones, uh, to to literally just to beat them uh, to death is what they are wanting to do. Now, one uh, one uh, of the uh, first, the, uh, matter of fact, the first martyr of the church was Stephen, and he was stoned to death. He was literally stoned to death. It can kill you, but it's a very painful death because you've got to endure each person standing up and throwing their stone one right after another. So he said, I, I, one time I was stoned. He said thrice, which means three times, thrice I suffered shipwreck. Can you imagine getting in a ship and three different times your ship shipwrecked? Shipwrecked. And then he said, a night and a day have I been in the deep. In other words, have you been all day and all night in the deep waters of the ocean? Have you ever endured that? Because nobody would rescue you. You had no way out. Can you imagine paddling all that time in the deep? And then he said, in journeyings often and perils of water, in perils of robbers, the water, the perils of robbers, or waters, uh, there are all kinds of creatures up in there that can do and then he said, in perils of robbers, where people want to rob him. And then in perils of my own countrymen. He said, Pe people that were my neighbors, people that knew me, my own countrymen, they was coming at me. Perils by the heathen. In other words, the ungodly people of the world, they were coming at him too. And then it says, in perils in the city. Well, we know about that in Houston. And then he said, in perils in the wilderness. Now, I knew about that when I lived in the country. You know, there was coyotes and there was... All kinds of things that you can find up there. You know, some places you go in the wilderness, there's bears, there's all kinds of things. So in the perils of the wilderness, perils of the sea, perils of false brethren. And see, and this is, uh, you know, you, you don't think that false teachers don't cause peril. They certainly do because uh, they can be saying things against you. They can falsely accuse you and say things about you. They can literally destroy your reputation. And so he's saying he's endured all these things along with, he, said, he says now, he said, in weariness and painfulness. In other words, he was tired and in pain. This, this went on. He was, in tire, he was tired, he was in pain. In watchings often. What watchings mean is he couldn't sleep. How many of us, you've been up all, you know, all night, you can barely get to sleep in you know, about two hours, and then, then the alarm goes off. You know, you're worn out. Now, and so he said in watching's offering, that meant you were just couldn't sleep. And then in hunger and thirst. Have you ever been there? And then he said in fasting's often. Now sometimes it was fasting because there wasn't nothing to eat. And sometimes it was fasting because he was trying to uh, uh, fast and, and let go of his flesh so that he could spend time in prayer. He let go. That's what Jesus did. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights because he had to let go of that flesh to get in tune with the spirit of the living God so that he could overcome the enemy. Well, the Apostle Paul did the same thing. And then it says, in cold and nakedness. Huh? Have, you ever, have you ever been out? I, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I've lived in my car one time. And I had to cover up with blankets. I had to, you know, and it, it was a difficult thing. And uh, so... He said, besides these things, now this is verse 28. Now we've read all those troubles that the Apostle Paul had. He said, besides those things that are uh, without, he said, all the things that I've dealt with on the outside of the church that are without, they don't have nothing to do with the church other than false brethren, but they're, they're not really part, you're not part of the body of Christ if you're a false teacher. 
You're just a child of the devil. You're going to go to hell if you don't repent. And so, but beside all those things he said without, he said all those things I de dealt with, you know, the shipwrecks and, and, and starving and being beat and all these things that had nothing to do with the church. He said along with all that, he said that which cometh upon me daily, that which cometh upon me daily. What is it that come upon you daily, Paul? What is it, Apostle Paul? He said the care of all the churches. He said on top of everything else, he said I'm taking care of the churches. Not church, churches. He was uh, like the bishop of so many different churches and trying to lead them and guide them to stay uh, where they needed to be, to live for God, to live with all their heart. And he was dealing with all these other struggles in life. And then in verse 29, he said, Who is weak? And I am not weak. He said, Who, who can say you're weak? And you can't say that I'm not weak. He said, I'm weak too. He said, Who's offended? And he said, And I burn not. He said, Are you telling, telling me that I, 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 I couldn't, uh, have those same things come at me and it not burn deep inside of me? He said, if I must needs glory, verse 30, I will glory in those things which concern my infirmities, verse 31, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forever, knoweth that I lie not. He said, I ain't telling you no lie. And so the Apostle Paul told us, he said, I, I'm not lying about these things. I've, I've had some trouble. I've had some difficulty. And so with all the things that the Apostle Paul has endured, uh, you know, I'm not trying to minimize anybody's uh, things or anything. I just wanted you to see that there are some folks that have endured some very heavy things. And maybe you've endured some very heavy things that could be right alongside, equal to, or surpassing the Apostle Paul. I don't know. But... Uh, the bottom line is, Apostle Paul, he could get on through, and we can get on through too because we serve the same Lord and Savior. We serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So with those things said, I'm going to pray for y'all before we go on from this podcast and uh, pray that God can help you to endure because maybe somebody's listening to this and you've really had some difficult times in your life. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for the power and the anointing that you give us to get on through when the chips are down. And Lord, I don't even know if I should use that term. Because I think it's a, a term of, of, of gambling. But Lord, you know what I mean. When things are tough, when things are difficult, when, when there's trouble in the way, Lord, God, we only have you to lean on. And I know that you are the greatest thing to lean on that ever existed. Or ever will exist because you've existed forever. You've always been. You hold everything up that we see and don't see. The earth, it is where it is because you let it be. The sun is where it is because you let it be. The moon rises up. It stays where it ought to be. Right in this very thing that it ought to stay in. Whatever orbit we are in and we're orbiting, God, you have it all in control. And so certainly we can depend on you. If we can depend on that sun to come up and the moon to come up and the stars to shine, Lord, we certainly um, can depend on you because you're the one that created those things. So, Lord, I'm asking you to help those that are really struggling, that are really having a difficult time. Help them to see that love endureth all things. In other words, Lord, if we just fall in love with you, fall completely in love with you, Love endureth all things. We can get through anything because we love you and we want to serve you and we want to see your face one day. 
because we love you so much. And our love will help us to endure through anything and everything. Or maybe it is that uh, we've got trouble in our way in our lives and all the things on the outside of the church, as the Apostle Paul called it. All of those things that we deal with in life, all those struggles that the Apostle Paul dealt with, maybe we haven't dealt with those things, but we've dealt with other things, Lord. And so we need you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. We need you, Lord, to help us to get on through. And I know that you're going to do that because you've already done that for me many times. And maybe somebody's listening that just hasn't been able to see that strength that I'm talking about. I'm asking you to go to them, Lord. I'm asking you to help them. I'm asking you to encourage them, Lord. Encourage them and strengthen them, Lord, that they may be able to get through anything that they are going through right now. Give them the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost to get through whatever it is that they are uh, encountering, even at this very moment that I speak. In Jesus' name, I pray. And amen, 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 amen. You see the word amen, it means it is so. And so I want to believe that God is going to help you through. And so our love for the Lord can help us to endure anything. You know, whatever it is that we're going through, whatever it is that we're struggling through, love endureth on. So with that said, I'd like to encourage y'all. Uh, we have our worship services on Saturday. And uh, we, we do tape them at this point. We don't have any live services, and I'm sorry that we do not uh, have the ability to do that yet. But we do tape our services at 1.30. And usually right around 5 o'clock on Saturday, they are loaded up. Everything is done and loaded up. And uh, we have our worship service. We have singing and praise and all that. And you pray for us because we certainly want to be able to go live uh, pretty soon. But what, what's taped is certainly going on when it's going on. And we love to worship the Lord. We just have a good old time in Jesus, praising Him and worshiping Him and singing and a message to reach the lost and, and uh, prayers and all of those things that are uplifting and encouraging. And so we would just like to... Uh, encourage you uh, to join us and you would find that at the eunuch preacher that's right the eunuch preacher that's uh, all in capital letters with the words uh, the eunuch preacher all separated they're all in caps uh, and uh, eunuch is spelled e-u-n-u-c-h the eunuch preacher and we've also got our bible study on wednesday nights and uh, we would encourage you to uh, look in on those things too. And uh, so on Wednesday nights, uh, we try to have everything loaded up uh, by 7.30 or so for everybody to be able to uh, look at it as though you would be going to a Bible study around 7.30 where a lot of times uh, that's when people have Bible study anyhow in their churches. So we would just uh, love for you to just come right along with us. And of course, our podcast here at God's Whole Word uh, that you would meet with us here on Tuesdays and Fridays. And uh, just to share in the Word of God and all that God has for us, may the Lord keep you and bless you. And um, uh, I know the Lord is going to be good to you. He's a good God. He loves you. He's merciful and He's kind. May you feel His love even now as I speak. In Jesus' name, amen.